plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I'm your host, Drew Davidson of the Four Star Telegram. It is Wednesday, February 15th. Hope you guys had a great <coughs> Valentine's Day. Uh, I am going to wrap up the crossover podcast with Locked On Texans, Robert Land. Uh, if you haven't listened, make sure you go back, check out the previous episodes. We had a great conversation about Tony Romo and the possibility that Tony ends up in Houston. Uh, we also talked about Jerry Jones, the Cowboys owner, who, of course, went uh, into the Hall of Fame, was elected into the Hall of Fame over Super Bowl week earlier this month in Houston. And uh, finally, you know, we kind of talk about the Houston and DFW rivalry. There's a big rivalry, of course, between the two cities. Uh, that much was evident, as I as I say in the uh, conversation with Robert, when Jerry Jones was booed uh, as he was introduced as one of the newest members of the Hall of Fame. But anyways, uh, here is part three of the crossover podcast with Locked On Texans. Into one more thing with you, and then you can hit me with anything maybe the Cowboys fans would be interested in, but... You know, I, I grew up in Houston, grew up a Cowboys hater. There's a lot of Cowboys hate in Houston, as you guys, I'm sure, know. And the thing that really uh, frustrates me is that Houston can't play the Cowboys every year. You know, to me, it's just such a great rivalry. You know, the fans, more than anything, it's, it's a huge rivalry. The two cities, of course, uh, has, have always had something going back and forth. What's the feeling up there in Dallas? Is that something that you think Cowboys fans would really like to see? Is it something that they think about? I don't know if people are always thinking about that here in Houston, but, you know, I think if you asked most Texans fans, uh, the majority of them, they would all say that, hey, yeah, we'd love to play the Cowboys every year because, you know, that's really fun. And we like, you know, to get the to get to say, hey, we beat the Cowboys this year or whatever, get that chance anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And I think... Uh, I mean, it'd be great if each of them were in the division, kind of like the Rangers and Astros being in the same division. I think that's really kind of sparked the baseball rivalry. And and there is a real, uh, you know, kind of, you know, I get it. I live in downtown Fort Worth. Uh, there's kind of a rivalry between Dallas and Fort Worth. Uh, but certainly, you know, there's a bigger rivalry, so to speak, between DFW and, and Houston just in terms of uh, – at least sports hate, so to speak. And, and I think every Cowboys fan would love to see uh, the Texans and Cowboys play a meaningful game every year. I mean, I know they play quite a few preseason games, but they didn't this past season. But uh, but I will say this, and you can probably agree, I'll tell you, the uh, you know obviously the Packers and Steelers fans are known to travel, but every game I've been to at Jerry World over in Arlington, uh, when it's been Cowboys Texans in the regular season, the Texans fans are loud. They show up in full force, and they make that four-hour drive. Uh, you, 
you know, uh, uh, up to Dallas and, and represent. And I've always been impressed, you know, obviously the Cowboys are kind of known as America's team and, and for this huge fan base, but uh, certainly uh, the opposing fan bases have overtaken AT&T Stadium at times. And, and I always remember the Texans being right up there with, you know, the Packers and, and Steelers and those types of fans in terms of uh, kind of flooding the stadium and making their presence felt. Yeah, they're getting a great rep for that, and that's that's really cool to see. The Texans fans are traveling real well. Uh, they had an interesting trip uh, this season down to Mexico City because uh, the Raiders fans, obviously, they, they, they travel they travel great too. But also, you know, one of the things that uh, I don't know if Cowboys fans realize, but the rules for tailgating changed because of the Cowboy fans and what happened between Cowboys and Texans fans during a preseason game. I don't know when this was. It might have been a decade back, but they would open up the tailgating in the parking lots around the stadium at the time, Reliant Stadium. And and so basically anybody could go in and tailgate. And, and there turned out to be some fights between Texans and Cowboys fans. I don't know if they were like brawls or whatever, but, you know, I heard the stories about it, you know, by the next day and, and all during the next week, and, and that changed the rules. So no, you're no longer allowed to go in there without a ticket. You can't get into the parking lots around Reliance Stadium without a ticket. Yeah, no, I mean, that's crazy. Well, and uh, kind of speaking of sports, hey, and my question to you would be, uh, I think it became crystal clear during the Super Bowl when the uh, NFL announces the Hall of Fame class, and Jerry Jones is shown on the big screen, and, and there's some booze in the crowd for Jerry Jones. So, uh, I mean, does that not to you speak volumes of, of where the rivalry is and, and kind of uh, it's still alive? Well, I mean, even <laughs> the, the Jerry Jones getting the introduced for the highest honor in the sport and, uh, you know, Texans fans still let them know how they feel. Do you think Jerry Jones would get cheers, as, 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 as cheers in a lot of other stadiums? How would he do it at, at like, Giant Stadium or maybe uh, – over where the Redskins play, or you know, what? what are no, those? that is true. No, that's yeah. I, I guess he, if he got inducted, it should have been in like Indy or, or Tampa or you know <laughs> wherever. But but no, like yes, he is a polarizing figure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I was just kind of more tongue in cheek. You know, that kind of to me speaks volumes that the Houston DFW rivalry is uh, very alive, very well. I heard you came down here for the Super Bowl. What, what was your experience like? Oh, it's great. I thought the city did a great job. I, I just went down for the pre-game uh, uh, stuff. I didn't actually have a ticket or a press pass to the game. But, uh, but yeah, I thought the city did a great job. Uh, I, I went to the NFL experience and uh, got into that and saw that. I thought, you know, everyone I saw was having a good time and, now, I will tell you this, Houston's uh, uh, food scene's very underrated. Uh, you know, we went to a couple great spots. Uh, uh, La Fisheria, I think, was one of them. You know, kind of downtown is pretty solid. So, uh, so yeah, I thought the city did a very, very good job uh, hosting the big game. Yeah, one of the things I heard on your show is you, you said you went to Lee Steinberg's uh, party, and that guy is, uh, that's one of the legends. That was uh, the guy they based jerry Maguire's character off of what, what was that like oh yeah it was that hughes manor how I, I guess that's where howard hughes used to live i'm not exactly sure but but yeah i mean uh lee steinberg you know he, he's actually the agent of paxton lynch and uh speaking of a possible texans uh, uh 
uh, draft target, uh, Texas Tech's Patrick uh, Mahomes is actually one of his clients. He'll be in the draft, uh, or this upcoming draft. Uh, kind of project, I think, it's about a third, fourth round pick. But, uh, but yeah, it was a great party. Uh, kind of right at Hughes Manor. You know, a lot of former players were there. Ron Jaworski showed up. Uh, and Warren Moon, Clark Hunt, the Chiefs owner, uh, won an award. And, and Earl Campbell was... Uh, won a lifetime achievement award there, so it is a great atmosphere. And uh, you know, to be honest, my my first Super Bowl party uh, I've ever been to in terms of uh, kind of at the actual game at the event. So it is neat to see, and, and they did a great job hosting it. Yeah, the Oilers and the Cowboys played this uh, legendary—I don't know, legendary—but it was a great Thanksgiving Day game back in the late '70s and. You mentioned Earl Campbell. He was, of course, uh, part of that Love You Blue team that was in that game. The, the Oilers won. It was, frankly, one of the more signature wins in, in Oilers history. And I, I don't know if you know this, but at the time, Dan Pastorini was dating Farrah Fawcett. So that's a little uh, background for you. But Pastorini's got a great book about his life, and he tells that story. That, that guy... Uh, that guy's lived one of the more uh, amazing lives that uh, that you'll ever hear of. It, it's a movie, and so uh, yeah, that's a that's a pretty good story from uh, from Pastorini. He was Dave Fawcett at that time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would I would have gladly traded places with him back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. Well, uh, yeah, Houston uh, got some rave reviews, and it was really good to hear it. You know what? You can't. It, it does help when you, the weather stays perfect, and I, I know Dallas understands how much it it, it means when the weather stays perfect during Super Bowl week, and it also helps if you get one of the great comebacks in, in, in all of uh, sports history, and definitely maybe the best comeback in NFL history as far as in, in a Super Bowl and in a big game like that. Oh yeah, I, mean, I thought it was a fantastic game, and I don't think the city of Houston could have asked for a better one. The uh, the story that hopefully gets solved and resolved is the uh, Tom Brady missing jersey obviously that was a uh, interesting twist to the end of the weekend but uh, but hopefully they they get that figured out but you know at the end of the day I mean you can't ask for a better game biggest comeback in, in Super Bowl history and and clearly uh, seeing one of the all-time greats you know pull it off at, at the same time yeah, I guess uh, the lieutenant governor's got last night. This is last I heard as we're recording this that he's got the Texas Rangers and not the Texas Rangers up there, uh, but the the more uh, <laughs> the more law the lo- the more law and order of Texas Rangers trying to find that jersey. So that that ought to be pretty interesting if they can come up with that. I'm not, I'm not expecting anything. Somebody's gonna have to. Somebody eventually is gonna have to come out and say because. What are you going to do with the jersey that everybody's looking for? It's it's kind of like one of those, if you steal, you know, a, a Van Gogh painting or something like that. I don't know what you do with it and how special it is when you can't really show it to anybody out of fear that you might get get caught and arrested or something like that. Oh, exactly. Well, especially now, if, uh, you know, I saw the price tag was like half a million bucks. And it's like, yeah, that's, uh, that's you know, that's not just stealing a jersey. That's stealing... That's robbing the bank. So uh, certainly, you know, uh, they might just want to ship it uh, or, you know, figure out a way to uh, get out of it without, you know, getting themselves in too much trouble. Well, that's about all I got. Is there anything else you got? Uh, I can I can kind of remind everybody that it's a uh, lock, 
All right, that was uh, part three of uh, Locked On Cowboys crossover podcast with Locked On Texans. As always, I appreciate Robert Land joining the show. Uh, great insight. He is obviously a Houstonian uh, based down there, so make sure you check out Locked On Texans uh, as often as you can uh, to keep up with all the Texans news and, and make sure if you know anyone down in Houston to spread the word Locked On Texans is where they should be going. But as always, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, until next time, take care. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. By singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figure it out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.